thank you for tuning in to the third and final part of this podcast series. We have talked about the silent period of scripture at the closing of the Old Testament. After the book of Malachi, there was no prophetic material again until the supernatural divine arrival of Jesus Christ, Son of God. And I have, in a very short length of two podcast episodes, offered a perspective to postulate the Holy Spirit of God having advanced into the pagan world of the Greeks during the silent period of Scripture to cultivate a civilization that would later receive the gospel through Paul's missionary preaching in the same cultural region. The person in question would be Socrates, who credited his daemon or divine voice, who prompted him in search for virtue and wisdom without finding any answer. And the legacy he left behind became philosophical traditions that paved way to modern education. Out of this historical interpretation, there is also implication for philosophical coherence between reason and faith, a cleft of schism left behind by Immanuel Kant since the 16th century. And now to keep my side of the bargain, I want to tell you about how I came to this idea. Everything you heard about from me in the last two episodes was actually an undergraduate paper I wrote. Uh, during my freshman year at Redeemer Christian College in the small town of, of Ancaster, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. It was a measly 10-page paper for my Church History 101 class, submitted in December of the very end of my first semester there, after I got out of high school. Uh, this thought was produced when I was 18, maybe 19 years old. I got an A for that paper, and that was it. I just went on with the rest of my education. At the time, I focused on clinical counseling and philosophy rather than history. Every once in a while, I thought back on what I wrote, and as I acquired more knowledge and education over the years, it only makes more sense to me more and more. Uh, This idea had never left my mind from the time I wrote that short paper. And this idea had been like a warm piece of coal, glowing, incubating at the back of my mind like a heavy anchor clinging onto the hull of a very large oil tanker. That is my cerebellum, the back of my brain. And I've had to let it go, like to uh, drop into the ocean waiting to be discovered so that I can finally move on to other things with my mind. Uh, That's why I produced this podcast. I think there will be someone who can take this theory further than I could. I do believe there can be a more refined expression of this thesis uh, to lend better strength to Christian apologetics. I might be missing a few nuts and bolts here and there, or not quite as accurate or up to the standards as I'd like for the academic community. Uh, The draft I've presented here is very rough, and I've condensed some other monumental works that I barely did any justice at all in their presentations, like uh, the Thomian theology of nature and grace or uh, Kantian duality uh, of Immanuel Kant on on reason and faith. Uh, But most of the core pieces required to shape the argument are sustained here, I believe, and fairly brief at that. Uh, Even though it may be very difficult to find complete consensus, I would imagine, from any number of sides of both secular atheists or Christian apologists, uh, to find any agreement at all to attribute the Holy Spirit of God having been an imminent voice which sparked an uptake for Western civilization and the standards of education, according to philosophy or philosophical doctrines. Uh, In my view, the implication for this proposition I put forward can be huge, because God is responsible in this way. And this is where I invite you to take the pieces I've gathered and fashion with it what you may. If the Lord may indeed bless you in your intellectual critique in it, uh, love the Lord with your mind as with your heart, soul, and strength. Um, If you have stayed tuned long enough for 
this third part of the series, I want to say thank you. A special thank you because you have stayed past the bulk of what you came here for, the idea that I presented. Which also means either you have understood what I've talked about or that you want to investigate it more carefully and find out more. So I appreciate you very much. I am at a very strong habit of opening and closing everything and anything with Scripture. So let me leave you with this in connection to uh, the series on the silent years of Scripture. In Hebrews 11.3, the Bible says this, By faith, we understand that the universe is founded on by the word of God. Uh, some translations may say commanding or created by the commanding word of God. That's Hebrews 11.3. By faith, we understand that the universe is founded on or created by the commanding word of God. So that what is seen was made from things that cannot be seen or invisible. That's Hebrews 11.3. By faith, we know for certain that God had had a hand in the civilizations of the world. From gardens to cities, for every kind of knowledge in creation, every notion and idea ever debated upon by man, God has laid a foundation by his creative power to nurture the intellectual and developmental capacity of mankind. The civilizations of this world as we know it is founded on an incredibly robust education system through scientific advances responsible for cars and airplanes, political systems, social structures, all of which have been byproducts of every PhD's philosophical doctrine so-called that can be traced through Aristotle, his founding of Lyceum, and at the head of Plato's writing at the Academy, and ultimately Socrates, who in his own words was guided by an unnamed deity he describes as Daemon, which I now propose may have been the Holy Spirit of God all along, on some humanly comparable traits with the life of Jesus, during the silent years of Scripture, to prepare for an expansion of the Church on Roman soil to the first group of Gentiles. And for a period, God had done it in such a silently, unseeable, invisible manner, only leaving behind historical traces of some prompting of a voice heard by a man. The whole point of this episode is to bring out such a work of God, had that been the case, that is unseen, by pointing out some visible spiritual inklings of what was left behind, historically speaking. Since if indeed it had been the work of God, the result of which should be comparable, possibly even fair recognizable by servants of God according to the Bible. Uh, By faith I understand, and then these are the intricacies therein that I found. This has been my view on the things unseen. And this episode is for me an expression of my faith in the way God moved between the intertestamental period from Old Testament to the New, and from the God of the Hebrews to include the Gentiles of all the earth. And should there be much of nothing in all of this, all that to say, we have an amazing God, to whom I give glory, with you, amen? Well, that does it for me. Thank you once again for tuning in. I hope this has been uh, enjoyable for you. Talk to you next time. (music) 